Hi, this is Ananda, president of the Hare Krishna community near Washington, D.C. What follows is a Sunday talk recorded at our temple. Every Sunday we invite the public for meditation, a talk, and a vegetarian lunch. We'd love for you to join us. More information is available at iskonofdc.org. That's I-S-K-C-O-N of D-C dot org. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the talk. Hare Krishna. So, so I have the opportunity to uh, introduce a very close friend of mine. Um, Devikinandan Prabhu has, uh, is uh, primarily, for many, for decades, for over 40 years, has uh, served and been the mainstay of our temple in uh, our main temple in, Mum- in Mumbai, in, in Bombay, as it used to be called, in Juhu, Juhu Beach. We have a number of temples there, but that's the original temple that uh, Srila Prabhupada um, started when he uh, was in, in Bombay himself. And for tires, tires, tirelessly for years, he uh, helped uh, in so many different ways in that temple, including being the president of that temple. He's also been the president of our main temple in, uh, in Vrindavan, in the holy place in Vrindavan in uh, Uttar Pradesh. And he right now is the... Um, uh, we have a governing body that oversees all the activities uh, of ISKCON, and he is the governing body uh, minister for finance and fundraising. And he also has built... Um, a beautiful temple in a town called Kampur in India, uh, a fantastic temple, Goshala, where there are cows, protected cows that will never be slaughtered there, and also a guest house for visitors, um, and just in a very important place where there's a very important university there, one of the IITs. And he's done so many, I could go on and on, I won't uh, embarrass him or uh, take time away from his talk. but um, and. In, we're very, very pleased and very, very happy to have him here. And unlike most people who are usually either like really brahminical, really scholarly and study all the time, or really action-oriented and build new temples and things like that, David Kinanabu has the ability to do both because he's done all these big projects in ISKCON, but he's also a Sanskrit scholar mm-hmm. and studies the original text, the text in their original language. Um, so uh, he's... Uh, very kindly agreed to come here today and uh, talk with us. And he's going to be speaking from the fourth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, one of our main books, um, and telling us about the uh, pastimes and lessons from Dhruva Maharaj. And so the, uh, we, every week we have one book that we, uh, that we uh, highlight, and so this week it is the Srimad Bhagavatam. And afterwards, he will be at the book table there. And if anyone wants to uh, purchase the volumes of the Srimad Bhagavatam or talk to him about it, he will be there for a few minutes after the class. So please welcome His Grace, David Kinnanan Prabhu. So peaceful by chanting Hare Krishna Mantra. So this setting this scene. So we'll read from Bhagavatam, 4th Canto, Chapter 8, text number... 69 If you can repeat Sudhuskaram karma kritva Lokapalairapi prabhu Esyatya chirato rajan Jaso bipula yasava Suduskaram 
impossible to perform. Karma, work. Kritva, after performing. Lokapalai, by great personalities. Api, even. Prabhu, quite competent. Aishyati, will come back. Achirat, without delay. Rajan, my dear king. Jasaha, reputation. Vipulyam, causing to become great. Tava, yours. Translation and purport by Divine Grace is Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada. Sila Prabhupada ki My dear king, your son is very competent. He will perform activities which would be impossible even for great kings and sages. Very soon he will complete his task and come back home. You should know that he will also spread your reputation all over the world. Purport. Here in this verse, Narad Muni had described Dhruva Maharaj as Prabhu. This word is applicable to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sometimes the spiritual master is addressed as Prabhupada. Prabhu means the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And Pad means post. According to Vaishnava philosophy, the spiritual master occupies the post of the Supreme Personality of Godhead or in other words, he is a bona fide representative of the Supreme Lord. Dhruva Maharaj is also described here as Prabhu because he is an Acharya of Vaishnava school. Another meaning of Prabhu is master of the senses, just like the word Swami. Another significant word is Sudhuskaram, very difficult to perform. What was the task that Dhruva Maharaj undertook? The most difficult task in life is to certify the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And Dhruva Maharaj would be able to do that. We must remember that Dhruva Maharaj was not Fickle. He was determined to escape his service and then come back. Every devotee, therefore, should be determined that in this life he will be able to certify the Supreme Personality of Godhead and by that process go back home, back to Godhead. That is the perfection of highest mission of life. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Salakaya Chakchur Jinamilitam Jena Tasmai Sri Guravinam Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadha Srivasa Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Rama Hare Rama Oh my goodness I have back problem so I am looking for comfortable seat So, 
this past time of dhru maharaj no no i had made it yes past time of dhru maharaj is very sweet past time because the activities of a small kid is very sweet we know that dhru maharaj is 5 year old boy but the activity is what he doing is something extraordinary so in this section of bhagavatam in the past time of dhru maharaj there are many characters are there first and foremost is maharaj uttanpad the king second is his two wives suniti and suruchi and they are two son dhruva and uttam and then the spiritual teacher narad muni so they are the character we will go over them what they signifying this section of dhruva maharaj in this bhagavatam has five different chapter first about uttanpad brahma's son was manu manu has two sons and many daughters so one son elder son name was priyavart whose past time will be hearing in fifth canto of bhagavatam second one was uttanpad maharaj uttanpad was made king because priyavarta was not interested in worldly affairs so uttanpad was made king by the way i braj bihari prabhu was talking about kanpur our temple is on the same place where uttanpad has kingdom that place was known as is known as brahma varta very famous place brahma varta local people they call it bithur brahma varta the first kingdom was there in brahma varta where maharaj uttanpad ruled the country and from there dhruva went to madhuban vrindavan 600 km so maharaj uttanpad was very great saintly king i mean name itself uttan uttanpad ut means up and pad means leg whose leg is always up is called uttanpad in fact we all are uttanpad when we took birth our leg was up right we took birth by head head first came then leg came so we all are uttanpad but the meaning of uttanpad is who was above ground means a devotee of the lord who are krishna conscious they are always above ground they know the reality of this material world and they don't get attached 
He had two wives. One name was Suniti. Niti means intelligent. And Su means first class. One who has first class intelligent was Suniti. So one who has first class intelligent. Krishna says that intelligent is known as Vyavasaitmikabuddhi. A.K. Ha Kurunandana. One-pointed intelligence. So naturally, the byproduct of that will also be something extraordinary. So byproduct of Sunuti was Dhruva. Dhruva means something which is, you know, fixed. Determination. So from this section of Bhagavatam, we learn about determination from Dhru Maharaj. In a life, we have to be determined if we want to achieve something. This is one of the success formula. If you want to be successful in any field, whether it is your business or doing bhakti or anything. One of our Goswami, his name is Rupa Goswami, in book known as Nectar of Instruction, he talks the success formula. He said, Ussaha nishchaya dhairya tat tat karma parvartanat sangatyaga sadobriti sadabhir bhakti prasiddhati. There are six components required for success. First is called Ussaha, enthusiasm. We have to be enthusiastic to do things. Usually we get, we become very enthusiastic when time for prasadam comes not time for service. But we should be enthusiastic in doing anything and everything. Not wrong thing, right thing. Usaha. Second is Nishaya or firm determination. That is what Dhruva is. Firm determination. Usaha, Nishaya. Dhairiya means be patient. Nothing happens immediately. It takes some time. Sometimes doesn't happen the way we want. It go other way around also. Third thing is tattat karma pravartanat. We must follow all the rules and regulations as it is. No shortcut. No shortcut. We follow everything as it is. Tattat karma pravartanat. Sangatyago. We must waste our time mingling with people who have no interest in Krishna consciousness or no interest in your kind of thing. They are just wasting your time. Sangatyago, Sadovriti, sixth one is Sadovriti. Sadovriti means always be gentleman in your behavior. When we are a gentleman in our dealing, then even sometime, God forbid, nothing happens. Sometime in a bad situation comes, everybody prays, my dear Lord, such a person is such a nice person, he is going through some rough weather, please help him, please help him. He got many sympathizers. He got many people who are there to pray for him. But if somebody do not have shadow vritti or somebody doesn't have, he is not a gentleman, he is a ruffian. He is so puffed up. And if he goes through rough weather, what do people say? Good, he deserves it. Good happened to him. Right? 
so if you want to be successful always be gentleman in life that we learn from dhru maharaj life so suniti has a son known as dhruva other queen name was suruchi suruchi means apparently which appears very beautiful people they don't see inside they see only outside so from outside they see the beauty the way of talking you know flowery language and things like that so she was suruchi and she had a son known as uttam uttam means उत्तमः इति उत्तमा उत मीन्स ऑलवेज एबव एंड तमा मीन्स डार्कनेस हुज ऑलवेज एब डार्कनेस इज कॉल उत्तमा ध्रुव इन हिज प्रीवियस लाइफ ही वाज सन ऑफ ए ब्राह्मण सॉरी आई हैड ए स्लिप डिस्क एंड सम ऑफ दिस आसन इज नॉट good for me so that will good but i think time is passing i'll just i'm giving only half an hour time let me try this way so he was son of a brahmin dhruva and he had a classmate or a friend who was a son of king so when dhruva saw you know the son of a king how royal he was so a small boy he also desired to be king son of brahmin he desired to be king so in next life he was awarded to be son of a king that's how he became dhruva so dhruva maharaj mother suniti was not very much welcomed by the king because king was too attached to his second wife the youngest one suruchi so much so he was handicap husband that he had kept suniti in different palace and he was living with suruchi in different palace so whenever you know children they play they talk so many thing so dhruva was playing and his classmate or the friend they told sometime that hey we have heard that your father does not care for your mother and you you are not the son of the king and dhruva said of course i am son of my father i am son of the king and then he wanted to find out and he went straight way to his father and that time he step mother was there with the king and king uttanpad he had you know his other son on his lap so dhruva as soon as he saw his father he saw his step brother on the one lap so he wanted to climb on other lap so he was trying to climb on other lap but king saw that the boy is trying to climb he couldn't climb but dangerous lady was there next to him he just step you know dhruva just step mother 
or Suruchi was there. So she looked by her eyes and the king, king turned his face. Dhruva is, you know, standing there. Look at Uttanpad who was too much handicapped, who was captivated by the beauty of Suruchi. That he wanted to please his so-called beloved wife by not taking Dhruva on the lap. He cared for her, but he didn't care for a small child. What must be going on on him? And when king did not pay any attention, Suruchi became very happy. So, see, he's afraid of me. And, you know, he's doing what I wanted. So she said, my dear Dhruva, why are you wasting your time? You cannot, you know, sit on the lap. She said, why, mother? Why can I sit on the lap? Am I not the son of the king? She said, of course you are also son of the king. Then why can I sit? She said, because you have taken birth from the womb of Sunuti. Now there is no need for he, her to tell this thing. But she was hating Sunuti so much that she wanted to bring the doubt in Dhruva's mind. That you are born from Sunuti. Therefore, you cannot sit. You are just most unfortunate. What can I do? You are a good boy, but you are unfortunate. Then he said, then what should I do? What can I do? He said, you can sit only and if only you take birth from my own. So what I do? They go to Vishnu. Only means in this lifetime there is no way that you can sit. But yes, Vishnu can do anything. You go and please him and by his blessing you can take birth again from my womb. Then it's a long process. Then you can sit. Dhruva felt insulted. Although Dhruva was only five year old child. But his heart got pierced by the harsh word of Suruchi. King did not say anything. King kept mum. And Dhruva started crying. He got so upset, so angry, insulted, that he was biting his lips. He ran to his father, sorry, his mother. But look at Dhruva. He was the son of Sunuti. He is the product of the base intelligence. Ordinarily, if a child is crying, he will go to his mother and he will start complaining what had happened. Why is he crying? But Dhruva did not complain to his mother what had happened. He simply cried. He simply cried, crying, crying, crying. Suniti was trying to pacify that my Dhruva, dear Dhruva, what happened? Don't worry. You know, if anything happened, somebody hurt you, somebody said anything, please tell me, you are the son of king. I'll tell the king. And as soon as he heard that you are son of the king, he started crying more. But still he did not tell what has happened. Why is he crying? By that time, Suniti heard from maid servants and others 
what had happened. Dhruva did not tell this thing. When Sunuti heard it, you can imagine what was going in her heart. She, she was broken hearted. But still, she did not want to give bad advice to her son. She thought, let him not be king. Let him not have so much wealth. But I want to him to have a very good character. He should not have envy. He should not have hatred. And that's what we learn from Suniti, all the mother. You all should learn from Suniti to train your child. Not speak which is not befitting. Maybe husband wife talking. Don't talk anything that not befitting to be talked in public. Because children, they pick up the things very fast. And they like to imitate. They like to imitate. So Dhruva was not told anything. And mother had heard everything. And she said, yes, my dear son, I can understand. I am just unfortunate wife. And it's your misfortune that you have taken birth from my own. But nevertheless, whatever your stepmother has told, that's a fact. King does not consider me as his wife. First thing. Secondly, yes, it is true. You can sit on the lap of the king only by the grace of God. Then through us, his mother, how can, how is that possible? How can I do this thing? Then she said, what is the way and means to, you have to go to forest and perform tapasya and so on and so forth. Then he said, my dear mother, since king does not respect you, you have no value here. Why should you stay here? Chanak Pandi said, if somebody not honor in a place, he should leave that place immediately. A man who is honor, dishonor is worse than death. He said, why should you stay here? Let us go together. We will go and perform tapasya. A small boy. She said, no, my dear son. I cannot live. Your stepmother is right. I am made servant of your father. And servant has no choice. I cannot live. I have to be here. Secondly, I am his wife. So I cannot leave my husband and go. No matter what condition, I will be here. If my husband is happy with Suruchi, then I don't mind to be her maid servant. And this way, she instructed Dhruva that please go. Two, three things she said. She said, please don't feel bad about your stepmother. She was doing the groundwork. Secondly, before you go, please go and offer obeisance to your stepmother. Third thing she said, that if you happen to meet any saintly people, any sadhu, then you must not forget offer your obeisance to the sadhu. And she gave her blessing. She said, whether you offer obeisance to me or not, I will always remain your mother. But to your stepmother, please offer respect to her before going. So Dhruv followed his mother and he left for forest. On the way, 
Narad Muni has heard about all the incident. So Narad Muni came. His name is Narada. The meaning of Narada, Narada. Narada iti Narada. Nar means Narayan or the Lord and Da means giver. One who gives Narayan to everybody is known as Narad. Usually we think Narad means jagda lagane wala. You know, one who makes fight. That is called Narad. But Narad means one who gives Narayan. So here Narad appears to give Narayan to Dhruva. So of course, first he heard everything and he told Dhruva that, well, whatever you are talking about performing devotional service, those things are very good, but it's not befitting you, you're a small kid. Why should you get involved in this, you know, insult or praise? Actually, small children, if somebody insults them, they will laugh. If somebody praise them, they will laugh. Doesn't make difference. So Narada tested Dhruva. And Dhruva was determined. So a disciples will always be determined. And he told my dear teacher, my dear Naradji, whatever you are saying is very nice. But you know, in my heart, I have got a hole. That hole is made by the word of my stepmother. So whatever you just said, it had gone boom, out. I heard here and I went out. Just not there. So if you can help me, please help me. How to find the Supreme Personality of Godhead? When Narad saw the determination of Dhruva, he thought, oh, he is first class disciple. He is fit, uh, fit candidate to become disciple. So Narad initiated him. And told him what he should do. He talked about the Supreme Personality of Godhead. How the Lord looks like. And then he told him he should go to Madhuban. He should take bath in Jamuna every day. And he should chant the mantra. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. This way Dhruva went. And he performed tapasya for five months. And in six months he had darshan of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. How he was performing tapasya? First month, he ate every three days, only some fruit. Second month, he ate dry leaves every six days. Third month, he drank water every nine days. Fourth month, he, drank, he just took only air. That was every 12 days. And fifth month, he stopped everything. In Ashtanga Yoga, Yam, Niyam, Asan, Pranayam, Pratyahar, Dhyan, Dharana, or Samadhi. There are two kinds of yoga. One is called Bahiranga Yoga, and other is called Antaranga Yoga. Bahiranga Yoga comes up to Pratyahar. Pratyahar means I don't need anything from outside. No breathing, no eating, no sleeping, nothing. That platform of yoga is called Pratyahar. And then, the yogi go inwards and they start meditating. Meditation starts from then. That is called dhyan, dharana and samadhi. That took for Dhruva one more month. And then in trance, in samadhi, he saw the same Lord that Narada had described about. And he was so happy. And then the same Lord 
he came out. He came out. So this is what Dhruva had darshan of the Lord. So we live there. Now Dhruva, uh, Narad Muni, after telling to Dhruva how he can find the Lord and what he should do, he comes back to the kingdom, to Maharaj Uttanpad. By this time, Uttanpad has realized what a great blunder he had done. Committing mistake is not the mistake, but not realizing is the greatest mistake. So Uttanpad realized. They are saying there are four R formula: realization, repentation, rectification, and reunification. So he realized that I was so lusty that I did not. Take care of a small child, Dhruva, who wanted to just simply climb on my lap, seeing his stepbrother. And then he started, you know, feeling so guilty of the, doing this thing. And he was burning. He was crying. You know, the thing has been described that a small child, he has gone. Who will be there to take care of him? He must have been eaten by the vultures or ferocious animal. He was my son. I didn't, you know, give any attention and he left home. He must have not eaten anything. He must have slept without eating or maybe eaten by the ferocious animal. And this way he was crying, he was crying, he was crying. And then Narad Muni comes. Seeing the situation, Narad Muni asked to him, my dear king, is everything alright? He seems to be down. Something went wrong. What happened? Narad knew everything but he wanted to hear from him. And then Uttanpad started repenting and crying and crying and crying. And then Narad Muni had said this thing. He said, the great sage Narada replied, My dear king, please do not be aggrieved about your son. He is well protected by the supreme personality of Godhead, although you have no actual information of his influence. His reputation is already spread all over the world. And then this verse, what we read today. My dear king, your son is very competent. He will perform activities which would be impossible even for great kings and sages. Very soon, he will complete his task and come back home. You should know that he will also spread your reputation all over the world. So, now Narad is talking this thing. On the other hand, Dhruva is performing tapasya. So, six months when he saw the Lord, and the Lord, of course, benedicted him and all this thing, then Dhruva came back. And Narad Muni after speaking, he left and Maharaj King uh, Uttanpad, he had no more interest left in kingdom. So he, although he was living as a king, but he was living as a saint, waiting for his son. And when Dhruva came, returned back, that time he had such a royal welcome. There was a day that Dhruva simply wanted to sit on the lap of the king, but he was not welcome. But by becoming Krishna conscious, 
by pleasing the supreme personality of godhead dhruva was welcome the king was there the queens were there all the ministers were there everybody was there to welcome dhruva so it is very important to become krishna conscious sila prabhupad had given us the process if anybody wants to become big man hey become krishna conscious you are the biggest man everybody surrenders in nowadays it's a whatsapp page right everybody send some message in whatsapp i just read one whatsapp that is somebody obtain a highest degree mtech btech phd they get a job they get a job where of course this is about india not here where do they get a job from bania who may have gone to college that's it so they salute to the bania the phd saluting the bania who have hardly done his college then comes minister who are high school fell right who are high school fell when minister comes the phd also salute him the high school passer he also salutes i'm oh, sorry the college passer he also salutes him because he is minister he is politician but if a sadhu comes even the minister bow down to him so it is nice to become sadhu <laughs> and that we learn from dhru maharaj the king is welcoming him waiting for him so if anybody becomes krishna conscious his glory is spread the family enhances the glory like narad muni who is one of the acharya mahajan he is saying that also spread your reputation all over the world you will be known by your son that you are the father of dhruva so these books shrimad bhagavatam is very very important book nigam kalaptaro ragalitam phalam this is nectarian juice so i will recommend that everybody have please have this bhagavatam you study this bhagavatam this bhagavatam is just pure nectar just pure nectar if you read bhagavatam you can feel yourself then you don't need to eat or sleep anything if you get taste of reading bhagavatam so i recommend that please you take bhagavatam prabhupada has given it so nicely all the commentary from different acharya and all the information are there in shrimad bhagavatam so dhruva maharaj past time is the past time of determination we need to have determination in our life in any life we have a determination so something to take home that how to be determined and dhruva maharaj became determined of course he was insulted but nevertheless he was determined to play the supreme personality of godhead to get a bigger kingdom than even his great grandfather brahma and he got it so let us be determined to be krishna conscious by chanting hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare ram hare ram ram our policeman came side to stop <laughs> so what questions do you have 
Hare Krishna. Nobody had a question. Anybody no, had I, told, I told David Kinanbro, I said in, in DC they always ask a lot of questions. Okay, very good. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Prabhu. Nice, nice class on determination of Indu Maharaj's story. Uh, always nice to hear again and again. During the discussions, uh, you mentioned about uh, quoted Chanakya Pandit that uh, if you are not honored, you should leave the place immediately. But then Mahaprabhu says, you know, amanina mane dena. So how, do, how should we behave? Should we leave or should we just ignore? Very good. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very, 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 very merciful. For us, we should practice that amanina mana dena. What does that mean? Oh, we should not expect honor and respect, but we give respect to other. That is the meaning of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, in our society, we address other as Prabhu. But when somebody says, what is your name? We say Das. Brajvihari Das, Devkinandan Das. I don't say my name is Devkinandan Prabhu. We say Das. For us, we practice that we are Das. For other, we respect him by saying Prabhu. That is the meaning of Amanna Manadina. But your question, that Chanak Pandi said, if you are not respected, then one should not stay. That is the moral. That is the moral. And this is the spiritual part. Yes, we should not stay even a moment where there is no respect. You are representing a society, a scan society. If some places, if you, so a scan is not you know, respected, Prabhupada is not respected, somebody criticizing, then you should walk out. Either we answer him back or walk out. If you have Samartha, then stay and give him back. Otherwise, we walk out. Dhruva didn't have any you know, standing there. The king, who was the king, he could not do anything. So best thing that walk out. That's what Suniti told him. If you have power, go and fight with your father. No problem. But you have no power. Therefore, best thing takes shelter of Krishna. Next question? Yes. Oh, wait, we usually just alternate between men and ladies. Any ladies have a question? Okay, while you're thinking of one. Haribo Prabhu. So the question is always, when do you take the humble position and when do you fight? We should. So he's fighting for the, the legitimacy of his father's affection and the son of the king. So what is the, what is the distinction? When to fight and when to take the humble position? We should always take humble position. Even in distressed condition, disturbed condition, we should take humble position. And we should always fight when it comes anything to do with Vishnu or Krishna. Arjun didn't want to fight. But since Krishna wanted him to fight, so he fought. Not that many people, they say, oh, he fought because of injustice, he fought because of this thing. All those things were there. But he fought because Krishna wanted him to fight. Krishna wanted to fight. For a devotee of the Lord, yes. As I said, the morality is that yes, Dhruva 
was ready to fight because he felt insulted unjustly. I mean, he, he wanted affection of his father and he could not get. Therefore, he wanted to fight. So that was like a moral. But spiritually, as a devotee, we should fight if required only on the order of Guru and Krishna. But you want to say something? <laughs> yes, I have something to say. Next question. Okay. Well, what we want to take this time anyway. We want to take this opportunity to uh, thank His Grace, David Kinanan Prabhu, for coming here.